Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with my good friend, Rachel Carmen, and we are talking about a difficult topic this week, um, but I hope that you've been encouraged so far. We're talking about depression um, and anxiety and dealing with these things as homeschool moms and how we can navigate through this and how we can find hope in our Lord, because really that is where all of our hope is found. I so often meet parents who are going through difficult things themselves, or maybe their kids are going through difficult things. And oftentimes I I see them wanting to lean towards finding help outside of the church. Um, But help without the word of God and without the truth of who God is and God's word, um, I think is somewhat hopeless. And that might not be a popular um, opinion, but I think Jesus ultimately is our only hope. And so you can find some help but I think for finding hope, it's, mm-hmm. it only can really be found through the Lord. And so we're going to talk more about that today and give you some more points on self-care and how you you yourself can really take care of yourself so that you can then take care of your family. But first, I want to say thank you again to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child and to love God and to steward his creation. And BJU Press helps uh, exist to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. So thank you again to BJU Press for sponsoring this podcast as well as Apologia. Um, if you didn't catch on, Rachel and her husband, Davis are the, the the president and vice president. I don't know. Would you be the vice president, Rachel? <laughs> I, we, I, I don't know. Apologia. I don't know what my title is yet. <laughs> I'm married to the be? president. Queen which is of Apologia? I like wife of the president. I so like the that first lady. Yeah, there you go. There Wait, you go. It, so you're, <laughs> yeah, you're married to the president. So you're the first lady of Apologia. <laughs> we need to get you some sort of a, I don't know, fancy dress so you can have your ball gown. <laughs> yeah. And where would I wear that? Right. Not that. here. So. We need to have a homeschool mom's ball. So we need like a, somehow, we need a, an occasion. So yeah. Up. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> it would be fun. My, my oldest daughter, um, you know, it's so funny. This is how much the homeschool world has changed is that they now have homeschool proms. Yeah. And so my daughter is getting ready to go to prom and I love it. The one that she goes to, um, which is here in Tulsa where we live, Um, they're very particular about their dress code. And so like, Mm -hmm. you actually have to send a picture of your dress to one of the moms who's like the the dress police (laughs) and they have a very strict dress code. And if you break that dress code and you show up to prom with a dress that's inappropriate, they will either make you put on sweatpants if the slit is too high or they'll make you put a t-shirt on over it if it's inappropriate on the top. (laughs) I don't think any kid has had to do that yet because they, I love it too. I love it too, because they all dress appropriately, but they look amazing and beautiful mm-hmm. and they just have a really good time. So anyway, oh, that's totally great. different topic, but yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> it is, it is fun. It's fun. So yeah, we need a homeschool mom prom. That's what we need <laughs> to dress In up our spare time, out of, Rachel, these, we're out of my that. denim right. shirts and your t-shirt, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, you guys, thank you again. We are talking this week about a topic that is difficult. It's difficult to navigate through this. It's difficult to talk about it sometimes. Mm. Um, it's difficult to be honest with ourselves and with the people around us who really do love us and want to help us through this. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that this week will be an encouragement to you that it has been already. Mm-hmm. I think I've said this before on the podcast, but if I haven't, I'm going to say it again. 
I realized um, this was probably about three years ago, right around the time that COVID was maybe a few months into COVID um, when everything was just really broken, you know, everything was Mm -hmm. shut down. You couldn't go see friends or family, you know, people were quarantining, locking themselves in their houses. And I mean, it was just weird. Like it was so eerie. I remember driving around town and just about every store was closed and it was just weird. Yeah. And I realized at that time that for Christians and not just in that state, but, but in the life that we're living on this earth, this sinful world that we live in for Christians, this is our hell. This is as bad as it's going to get. Mm. This is it. But for non-believers, this is their heaven. This Mm. is as good as it's ever going to get. Yeah. Yeah. And I just realized, you know, as hard as things are sometimes, and they can get really, really hard. Mm-hmm. You guys, this is as bad as it gets. And we have heaven mm-hmm. to look yeah. forward to. And what an incredible and glorious thing that we have in having the word of God mm-hmm. so that we can know, I mean, just a teeny tiny glimpse of what heaven is going to be like and how glorious it's going to be. But this is as bad as it's going to get. And we have something so amazing to look forward to. Now, of course, that needs to come in God's perfect time. He's counted you know, he's numbered our days. And so in his perfect time, he will take us there. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we're here, I think it's so important for us to take care of ourselves. Yeah. And, um, and so Rachel, let's kind of talk through that. Um, I have some points, but I would love for you first to talk a little bit about some of the ways that you have found it. And this I think is a little bit different because I want to talk about self, like individual self-care, not mm-hmm. just things to do, right. um, but more individual self-care. Um, what are some things that you have found that have been helpful in taking care of your, your own self, your body, your soul, your mind, um, all of that? So, yeah, I, I do think that this is an idea that has been hijacked by the culture to mean things that it shouldn't mean. So I think the culture mm-hmm. has hijacked this idea of self-care to be indulgence and to yeah actually lean into things that aren't good for our heart, our heart, soul, mind. And that's what this needs to be. It needs to be the whole person, not just our body, right? Right. Not just our whims, not some indulgent um, things that we know we shouldn't do, but we're just doing in the name of self-care. You know, we're doing it because we deserve it. You know, we deserve death. Mm -hmm. So let's get that clear, right? right? We deserve the wrath of God, but God sent his own son, right? So let's try to get back to a biblical definition of self-care. And the primary biblical definition of self-care is our love of the Lord. So I would say... The most fundamental thing we can do for self-care is to get to know who God is. The thing Mm -hmm. that I have been able to hang my hat on in my darkest hour and when life is harder than I could have imagined, when, when I thought I knew what hard was and I arrive at a new definition of hard, right? (laughs) The thing that I hang my hat on is who I know God to be. And the thing that I go back to is, okay, I need to learn more about his faithfulness. I want to know more about his sovereignty. I want to know more about his omnipotence. Like this wall around this right now, it's going to fall, right? So I think at the core, at the foundation of self-care has to be our determination to love the Lord our God and get to know him more in a variety of different ways, right? We build on that, 
we build on that and we are supposed to take care of ourselves because we are the moms. As we get to know him more, I think that gives us an ability to stand even if we're on our knees, right? We're falling on a foundation of who God is. And I think that is so key because then I think we can, we can build on, we know that God's got this. So then, you know, what are some things that I can do? I can know that every afternoon I need to take a walk outside. I just need to circle the block. Maybe I go get the mail, but I need to get out of my house. It may be in a parka. It may be in a t-shirt, but I need to get out of the house, right? And again, I think these are two just foundational things that don't cost anything because it's easy to think, I can't take care of me. I have no money, right? I mean, I remember when Davis and I didn't have two pennies to rub together, the ends of our budget were waving at each other, right? They didn't meet. (laughs) But I want to make sure that we give extend hope. You don't have to have a lot of money to take care of you, right? So getting to know God, getting outside, marveling in creation, going for a walk. Um, We're recording this in the spring. So spring is bursting forth. I, I love the spring. It's like I survived winter. So getting outside and looking at the blooms, looking at, you know, my ferns are unfurling, right? The little spirals are just at that very beginning stage. I think that's just glorious. And all of that reminds us of who God is. The fresh air is good for us, right? And then I think, you know, know yourself. What are some things that are good for you? Um I really enjoy getting on a bicycle and going for a bike ride. Again, it's free, right? Um, Everybody that knows me knows that I have a square of Ghirardelli dark chocolate, 72% (laughs) every afternoon at two. I mean, it's ritualistic for me. You know, it's like my little reward for me every afternoon. It's not an entire package of Oreos. It shouldn't be. Um, but it's a little something, right? Yeah. Um, on really hard days, I'm known to take a really long, luxuriant bubble bath. But mm. it's all built on, I just want to get back to, it's all built on pursuing God. Um, yeah. Because I really think if I just jump to the bathtub and just jump to the dark chocolate, it's not going to be the self-care that it is when it's built on that foundation. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. 
visit us at apologia.com. We are back with Rachel. Um, you know, but before the break, we were talking about just some some things that we can do really to take care of ourselves. And you talked about reading God's word, which of course we talked about on Monday, the importance of just, just diving into the word of God. And if that means listening to an audio Bible, then do that. Um, so, you know, I, I would recommend reading Psalms. Um, that's huge. Psalms and Proverbs, because they're full of promise. I, <laughs> Psalms is sometimes comical to me because I read about King David and him crying out to the Lord. And I'm like, oh, the poor guy, like he just breaks my heart. Um, but he always circles it back to Jesus. He always circles it back to his savior. Um, and it, and I love how the old Testament talks so much of Jesus before Jesus was even walking the earth, because then that leads you to the gospels. And I think if you really want to understand who, who, who God is and who Jesus is, read the gospels Mm -hmm. because you get to see Jesus in action. I'm a super visual person. And so Mm -hmm. I visualize everything that I read. And so when I read it, it's almost like I'm watching a movie about Jesus and who he is and what he's doing. And so read the gospels and I'm not saying the rest of the Bible is irrelevant. Trust me there. I mean, it doesn't matter where or what you read in God's word, just read it. Mm -hmm. But those are some, you know, some books in the Bible that I think will really, really encourage you in your walk with the Lord and really understanding who he is. Um, You talked about um, getting outside. I mean, that's huge, you know, getting that vitamin D, getting that sunshine, getting the fresh air and just being outside. Um, But there are some other things as well that I think are important. Um, Counseling, we talked about counseling Mm -hmm. and you mentioned that, you know, you've many times been to a counselor. Mm -hmm. Hopefully if you guys have a good church, you have a good staff and maybe you have, you know, your, you know, leader of women's ministries or, or the pastor's wife or someone who is trustworthy and who is biblically sound and solid. Make sure you go to someone who really knows God's word and who will point you to God's word and not just give you a bunch of new age hooey, but go to someone in your church. If you have that available to you, Um, there's also a website. I'll put the link in the show notes, but um, are you familiar Rachel with um, the ACBC um, counselors? Um, And so that's one that I, I have heard um, is a great resource. And I think, please don't quote me on this. I think typically you can get free counseling through, uh, these people who have been certified through the ACBC. And I I don't even know what ACBC stands Mm for. Um, but again, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, and so maybe you can find an ACBC counselor in your area. Um, and that can be a, a resource that's free to you, um, that you might be able to utilize. Um, I want to talk for a minute, Rachel, cause I want to know what your, your, um, take is on this is on supplements and medications. And I heard Heidi St. John years ago, she talked about this and she talked about how oftentimes as Christians we're like, you know, no, 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 don't go on medication. If you're depressed, that can be, you know, a crutch and, you know, you're not trusting the Lord and stuff. And she said, you know, basically, you know, if you had a broken toe, you would take a pain medication for it. Yeah. And sometimes it's necessary, I think, for us to go that route or supplements. I've had family members who have taken supplements that have been really, really helpful. And these are natural supplements that God has created to help walk through these dark times. What is your experience with that and your take on that? Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree. There are times when we do need to have there. I mean, it can be a very chemical physiological phenomenon to have both anxiety Mm -hmm. and uh, depression. And so I think we have to just know, but again, I think your point about a reputable counselor, a doctor you Mm -hmm. trust, 
not just someone, you know, you found in the yellow pages, of course, uh, yellow pages, uh, that dates me, doesn't it? <laughs> Probably wouldn't be the yellow pages today. Um, How about a Google I, search? <laughs> there you go, a Google search. I would, I would caution, I, I think, unfortunately, our culture has run far too often just to medication for just anything. So yes. I think it does need to yeah. be done mindfully, intentionally, yep. Uh, with a long-term focus, you know, what are you going to do? I do not believe that it is beneficial to take medication unless it is in tandem with counseling. So I mm-hmm. think that would need to be a both and. If you go to counseling, you right. may not need medication. But if you take medication, I would encourage you to to pair that with a good counselor. And so I that would be what I would say about that. I, too, have benefited from some supplements and so, I, again, I think the rush can sometimes be to the pharmacy. I would caution against that rush. I would try yeah. to be as intentional as you can be and take it slow so that you can get a good, reputable help in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And there are a lot of supplements um, yeah. that are available to us today yeah. um, that yeah. are perfectly natural and yeah. really, really can help. Yeah. Um, so the other things are uh, exercise. I know is a mm-hmm. huge, huge yeah. um, important factor in in dealing with um, depression. And again, you know, if you're you're thinking, you know, okay, vet, I can't even get out of bed. How am I supposed to exercise? Rachel, you talked about just getting outside and walking or riding yes. your bike. Something anything to get your body moving because you need, you need those endorphins. You need, I mean, I know there's a whole lot of science behind mm-hmm. this that I couldn't even tell you, but exercise I know for a fact is very, very helpful in dealing with these. Um, and then sleep, that's another one that I know so many people are like, and again, I can't sleep. I can't right. get out of bed. Um, you know, I'm in bed, but I can't necessarily sleep because my mind is racing with all of these negative thoughts and, and, you know, lies that, that I'm maybe believing or trying to fight off. Um, but if you can do anything to help you sleep, you know, maybe that's drinking some sleep tea before bed or turning off your devices, you know, an hour or two hours before bed, whatever that might look like, um, try to get sleep because if you're depressed and you're sleep deprived, that, that is a recipe for disaster. Um, that, that makes it very difficult to reason, uh, through anything. Yeah. And I'm just going to really back up a little bit and chase something that I think is really significant. I know that we have very little time left, but I think screens have a lot to do with this whole depression and anxiety thing. And so I think really taking an inventory of how much time you're spending on devices and screen, how much time are you looking at what you think everybody else is achieving and doing and how successful and blah, 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 everybody is and everything that you're Googling and maybe what you're binging on. Look, if if you're struggling with these things, I think more so than when you're not, but when you're not, you're still supposed to. And that's this. It matters what we take in. It matters what we watch. It matters what we listen to. It matters what we read. And it contributes to our mental health. And so I think it is worth taking a good long look at what are we looking at and what are we taking in? And I think it's easy to justify, oh, it's just a television show. Oh, it's just a movie. Oh, it's just a novel. Oh, it's just a podcast. Oh, it's not. Yeah. It matters. And I know for myself, yeah, I've talked about this in other contexts. There are things that I, I there are social media that I don't go on to. There are things that I will not watch. I will not read. I will not listen to. And not just in the yeah. category of obviously not, but I know I can't and I shouldn't. 
And I, and I wouldn't put that on everybody else, but know yourself, know is what I'm listening to is what I'm taking in is what I'm watching, reading, whatever. Is it contributing to my positive mental health or is it contributing to my problem? Right. And sometimes it might, your husband might have more insight into that than you are able to, but boy, I don't think we can underestimate that. I think that they are very strongly related to this issue. Yes, absolutely. And that was actually one of my next points um, was don't compare yourself with other homeschool moms, you know, and and being careful what, what we're looking at. I mean, that in every way can and will destroy us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, you, you are exactly who and how God made you to be. Mm -hmm. And so stop, stop comparing because that will just send you deeper and deeper into this pit. Um, And that, that again has to be very intentional. You know, Mm -hmm. if you need to take all the social media apps off of your phone, delete them because it's worth it. You are worth it. Your family is worth it. Take them off of your phone. Don't look at them. You know, maybe if you need to scroll through Facebook, do it when you're sitting in front of your computer, which is a little bit, you know, at least for me, I know that takes more effort than just picking up my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, But rid yourself of those things uh, because Mm -hmm. they're not healthy um, and they're really not necessary um, for most people. So, um, so thank you for saying that, Rachel. That's so powerful. Um, The, One of the last things I want to say is diet. Um, Again, I know that diet is huge. Um, There's, there's so much. And, and again, you might need to do some research on these things because Mm -hmm. there are some foods that can, can cause, Mm -hmm. you know, more of a downfall. And then there are foods that will really help boost your, uh, you know, because again, it's all oftentimes hormone related. Mm -hmm. And so your food affects your hormones and your hormones affect your mood and all the, all the stuff. And so your diet really is important. So do some research and find out what foods maybe you need to stay away from and what foods maybe you need to add into your diet to help you, um, to, to get through this time. Um, so that's really important. Um, really quickly, cause we're just about out of time. Um, but I, I want to just throw out a couple of ways for homeschool moms to be able to homeschool. And we, we talked about some of these already. Um, but, but just a couple more ideas. We talked about, you know, joining a co-op or outsourcing some of your homeschool activities, um, and, and subjects. Um, but the other one is audiobooks. Um, audiobooks mm-hmm. are huge. That's a great way for your kids to learn. Yeah. If you're in a state of mind where you cannot read aloud to your kids, you can't even pick up a, a book to read it to them. Um, you reading to them is fantastic, but there are so many great audiobooks out there. I mean, mm-hmm. so, so many good resources for those. And so find some good uplifting audiobooks for your kids to listen to and for mm-hmm. you to listen to with them. You know, right now I'm thinking of the YWAM um, oh, yeah. series, um, the Heroes yeah. Then and Now series. I mean, oh, there's so many good ones in there. And yeah. so read through those or listen through through some of those. Yeah. Uh, Adventures and Odyssey. Yeah. Don't underestimate yeah. those. Those are great. And a lot of them, I think they yes. were aiming a little higher. They were aiming for the parents who were tuned in. Right. But get those. Yeah. I think today you subscribe to something online because I have that subscription for my kids. My adult children, mind you, yeah. they all still listen to Adventures in Odyssey. So there's a lot of good oh. <laughs> there. Yeah. It's true. They would all deny it. So, you know, I'm throwing them under the bus, but um, there's a lot of good content there. So I think you're, the point is there's yeah. a lot of good things we can be putting in. Let's not put in yep. the bad stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lamplighter books. Yeah. Oh man, they've got some fantastic mm-hmm. audio dramas and then just fantastic books. So, yep. and, that, and they're full of 
character. We've had Dr. Hamby um, on the podcast a couple of times and um, those books are fantastic. And so Mm -hmm. I I can recommend those. So we'll put a couple links to those in the show notes. Um, Games, play games with your kids um, Mm because that's just fun. Unless mm-hmm. your kids throw big tantrums, that can be difficult. But, you know, you're teaching them character as well. Um, so try to play games with your kids. Have dance parties. Just put on some worship mm-hmm. music and dance together and rock out together. You know, whatever that might look like for your family. Um, and then, again, just keep community um, with those around you. That's really, really important if you can. And not I'm not talking about Facebook community. I'm talking about real right. in-person community with other homeschool families. Um it's yeah. so important. So it is. And sometimes it starts with you. I just want to remind you of that is sometimes it starts with you yeah. inviting a mother over. I know that I wasted a lot of times when I was younger waiting for someone to invite me over. Don't do that. Sometimes it takes you being the first one. So right. And invite them to the park because then you get your mm-hmm. outdoor, you know, sunshine and you get that um that friendship and community at mm-hmm. the same time. So um, so yeah. Um, my last bit of advice, then I'm going to ask you, Rachel, what your, uh, last, um, encouragement is, is remember that God sees you. He sees you. He hears you. He knows what you need even better than you know what you need. He knows you better than you know yourself, believe it or not. And so cry out to the Lord, spend time praying, journal if you can, um, write down, you know, what your struggles are. And, and that's such a great thing because then you can go back and look at what, you know, you're going to think you're going to remember all the things and you will remember some of it, but you may not remember all of it. And when you journal and write these things down, and then you can go back and look at how God answered your prayers. um, It's such a powerful thing because then in the future, when you go through difficult times, you can go, Oh yeah. Okay. I was at this point once the Lord was faithful. Even if he doesn't answer your prayers the way that you want him to, he is still faithful. And so show God's faithfulness through your own life um, and being able to recognize that. So, um, just know that he, the Lord is there. He knows what you're going through. He sees you, he hears you and um, just cry out to him. So Rachel, what is your last bit of encouragement? I love that. That's beautiful because that would have been such a blessing to me to know that I was seen because I didn't feel seen. So I'm really glad that you said that. Yeah. One of my yeah. heroes of the faith years ago, and I really will date myself. You can look her up. Uh, Barbara Johnson was a speaker and an author 30 years ago. And she really ministered to my soul. One of the titles of her book was Pain is Inevitable, but Misery is Optional. So stick a geranium in your hat and be happy. So a long title, powerful (laughs) testimony. But one of the things that she said that was so life-changing for me is she said, remember that wherever you are, you're between parentheses. When you see, when you're reading and you come mm-hmm. to the first side of a parenthesis, what do you know? You know there's another side. You know that it's not going to just be infinitely open. There's another side. That was life-changing for me because you can wow. get into a dark place and you think it's always going to be like this. And just yeah. like you just said, these moms need to be seen, but you also need to know this isn't the end of your story. You're here, mm. acknowledge it, you're here, but there's another end of this parentheses and God's yeah. in this parentheses with you and he will see you through to the other side. So hold on to him. Oh, I love that so much. And I love that you say this isn't the end of your story. I, yeah. I often think about that and God is writing the story of our lives. Mm-hmm. You guys, he's writing mine, he's writing Rachel's, he's writing yours. And there are plot twists and there are villains and there are, you know, the, there's, you know, the romance and there's the, you know, like there's all the things 
included in our story and we get to be the main character in our own story, but we're not the one writing it. The Lord is writing it and he's writing it perfectly and beautifully. You guys, he is the perfect author, the perfect author of creation, the perfect author of your life, the perfect author of your family, the perfect author of his word. I mean, he is the perfect author and he is writing this story and it is beautiful even when it's the hardest part of the story. He's still writing it. And so hold on to that. You guys hold on to the Lord, hold on to the faith that we have, because we know that he's real. We know that he loves us and we know that he sees us. And just like, just like you love your kids, he loves you infinitely more than you could ever imagine and more than you could ever love your kids. And you know what? He loves your kids more than you love them. Um, so, so hang on to that hope um, and know that he's going to help to get you through this. So Rachel, thank you so much. Um, I want to mention really quickly, Rachel has a podcast that I listen to and I love it. Um, it's called Real Refreshment. I was trying to pull it up on my phone here so that I could show the the actual cover of it, but I'm, I'm not getting it up. Anyway, we'll put a link to it, um, <laughs> but it's called Real Refreshment. And how often do you um, come out with a new episode? Yeah, it's twice a week. It's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay, awesome. We'll put links to that. And Rachel just, again, she just brings encouragement from God's word. So please listen to that. Let that encourage you as well. You guys, thank you for joining us this week. We are so grateful for you. If there is a way that our family can pray for you, please send us an email, podcast at schoolhouserocked.com. I know we have thousands and thousands and thousands of people who listen to this podcast, but we do pray for you. When we get emails and I, and I, I try to respond as much as I can, as quickly as I can, but just know that even if I haven't responded to your email yet, I still get it. And we do pray for you as a family. And so please send us an email. Let us know how we can pray for you. And we don't even need specifics. Just say, can you pray for my family? Um, and we promise to do that. We are committed to doing that. Podcast at schoolhouserocked.com. If you've not yet signed up for the Schoolhouse Rocked newsletter, go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com. Sign up there and you can get encouragement from us through our website or through our newsletter as well. You guys have a great rest of your week. Um, find hope in Jesus. And we'll see you back here next week with another fantastic guest. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.